Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Rundown Sit-Down. Now, what you are about to hear is an interview that myself and Ginger both had with the rocker, Marty Gennetti. Now, there was no easy starting point for this because when you get Marty Gennetti on the line, he's just going to do what he wants to do. So, right off the bat, there's not going to be a, an instant question and answer. It's going to be Marty's going to maybe quiz us a little bit to begin with. But that is all coming up right here on a very special episode of the Rundown Sit Down. And without further ado, we give you the rocker, Marty Janetti. so much for doing this yeah definitely man y'all need to come visit me out here in these backwoods alabama <laughs> the only time it's, only time it's fun in alabama's college football season there you go outside <laughs> of that man is rough <laughs> i'm sure I'm, I'm pretty much in the boonies in new hampshire as well so I feel what do y'all like- do there there's a lot of snow skiing right Oh, New Hampshire? No, it's summertime now. It's humid as hell right now, man. I mean, that's, New Hampshire's like a... Oh, I'm trying to set this up, sir. I mean, uh, we, we got a few mountains, but, you know, it's... Personally, me, I hate the cold, so I'm kind of an inside guy during the wintertime. Where's that? Where's Biden live? Oh, he's in New Hampshire. Oh, I don't even know, to be honest. I mean, Delaware, Delaware, Delaware. De- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, Hampshire, New Hampshire. Where is New Hampshire exactly? Whatever. Uh, of- oh, <laughs> it's uh, it's right above Massachusetts and under Maine. Oh, okay. Yeah, right next. All right. Yeah, we're stuck right in the middle there. Ain't that something? <laughs> <laughs> it's wild here, man. Maine, Maine's one of the dirtiest. It used to be. I ain't been there in, in a couple minutes. It used to be one of the dirtiest places. Not dirty as far as like you know, dirt on the streets. I mean, like a lot of a lot of bad stuff happened. <laughs> At least our experiences in Portland, Bangor wasn't as bad, but but Portland, man, we saw some stuff. I guess oh, you know your first your first impression, you know, is going to be lasting. And the first time Sean and I had to wrestle there, we pulled into our hotel that night, and there was a about a six foot concrete uh, a wall with a fence above, you know, on top of that, a four foot fence on top of that, mm. and we heard this girl screaming. And it was like not the good kind of screaming out from the other parking <laughs> <Jesus>. lot. <laughs> anyway, so we went and you know, like we we're like, what the heck's going on? We looked at it and it was the guy was trying to rape her right in the parking lot. She Holy got up and, and he chased her. I don't know. We don't know if he caught her or not because we couldn't get over the damn fence. So we ran inside to call the police real quick. And then they were gone the time everybody got there. But that was our introduction to to uh uh <laughs> <in> Portland. <laughs> Yikes. That's a hell, a hell of an introduction right there. Yeah. <laughs> First time. But it was just always, you know, I ain't saying it like this because I do have a couple friends up there mm. um, and one wifey. Uh, I forgot her name, though. Delaney's her last name. What the heck's her first? Well, maybe she ain't watching. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, 
Now, she was a pretty good girl, too. But um, when we would do, like, appearances, like, you know, you go to a mall. Worcester Mass mm-hmm. was the same way. You yep. go, like, for a two-hour signing, and you know how you put your arm around, you know, and hugging people and, oh, yeah. and taking pictures and photos. At the end of that two hours, you were sweating nasty. I mean, because they would get dirty. It was like even the girls, even the girls were motor mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Worcester boy. is a crazy place, man. I'll tell you that. But you can have fun almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can't find any, you make your own. Yep. We had a lot of practice of that. <laughs> Where are you guys at right this moment? Where's the studio? You're in New, New Hampshire? Uh, he's, in, he's in New Hampshire. I'm in Wisconsin. What part of Wisconsin? Uh, I'm uh, just south of Green Bay. Oh, so almost. So you're heading Milwaukee way? Yeah, I'm, I'm north of Milwaukee, yep. Are you? Pat's mm-hmm. not good. Uh, I think he's in Milwaukee tonight and Chicago tomorrow or the next night <clears throat> doing seminars. He's doing a couple seminars. Nice. He, he, he's worse than me with the bad luck. Uh, one of my girlfriend, one of my wifey's there in um, uh, Milwaukee had to send him some money because he got kicked out of the Amtrak train. So he said, <laughs> Pat, my boy never changes, man. <laughs> for years, the stuff that he, he will, I don't want to say con about is he uses the stuff that actually happens to me. And he's like, Oh yeah. That happened to me too. <laughs> Yeah, oh, she, she was saying, well, yeah, I sent him. I said, how much did you send him? She didn't <laughs> want to tell me. She was like, just enough, you know, for the for the, the train ride. I said, how much was that? And she goes, well, just, it was a, you know, it was a round trip, which means, you know, that means, okay, a little mm-hmm. more. So I said, okay, since you aren't going to tell me more or less than 500. She said less. So I had to go down the line. 250, she goes, close. <laughs> I'm planning to give up prices, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. That's supposedly he got there tonight. And so they, they're doing a seminar somewhere there in Milwaukee. Hmm. Nice. Who runs shows there in Milwaukee now? I used to do uh, Frankie DeFalco's shows. Um, there was somebody else that ran pretty regular, though. Oh, shoot. I can't think. And then there's. Um, Hell, I'm supposed to be there next month. Uh, some, some, uh, some real thing. Hope you don't see this. <laughs> they, uh, I'm going to call all my friends and say, don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, he, he's run, he runs a bar too. I guess he, he's manager of a bar or something, but he does uh, in, uh, bar shows. Then, you know, has a meet and greets afterwards, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, Randy, not Randy, Russ, that shit. Better stop. <laughs> uh, I know, I know the big ones. Uh, um, Bruce City Wrestling, uh, obviously. Yeah, that, Bruce that's, City, that's, that's Frankie, it. I think. Yep, that's Frankie's. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then you've got uh, Badgerland is another one that's uh, that's kind of big around here. Um, but yeah, those are those are kind of. The, and then there's uh, ICW Milwaukee, which is kind of the yeah. more uh, like hardcore wrestling. ICW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to get up with them. I, they sound familiar though. It's a hardcore yeah. one. Yeah, they've been around for a while, but yeah, they're they're definitely one of those like oh, we're uh, insane eight like late tube matches things like that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we know them. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we're gonna um, 
uh, we've got, you know, obviously some questions for you. Uh, then uh, um, if you're cool with it, we would like to get you to do a little bumper for us. Just a little bit. I'm Marty Jody. This is, you know, you listen to the Rundown Wrestling Network. Um, What's it called? Rundown Wrestling? Rundown Wrestling Network. Yep. Which one else? Troy. That's me. Hey, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your other uh, brother? What's your uh, this, name, other brother? Oh, Matt. Chris. Matt. Okay, what's up, Matt? Well, you got you growing that amble beard. Hell yeah, man! Oh yeah, I grow it after him. Actually, you gotta get loved it. Mannerisms. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was sad. What what happened with him, man? Absolutely, man. Well, it's it's not. Do you have? uh, You almost got his hair if you spiked it upwards a little bit. Yeah, you know, (laughs) a lot of people tell me that uh, quite often when it's a little bit long. I actually just had the haircut. Uh, but, uh, okay. When I spike it, I and if I put the dark shades on, I think I'd yeah. be all right. I'm still here. I just gotta turn these lights back on. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just happened, <laughs> man? Hey, I was doing a podcast, uh, not this, not uh, two days ago, but week week Tuesday ago, in the damn right in the middle of it. A damn, I'm out in the woods out here, right? I'm staying with my sister because of the. Uh, I had ankle surgery, and I can't really walk much, so she's taking care of me at her place. Okay. You know, try to get up and move around, help myself out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're sitting out on the porch and had everything set up nice, and we got into an interview, and a damn coyote come running up on the porch, just like he knew he was on cue, knocked the camera over. And, <laughs> and I got mad because it took so long to set up, going through shit like this, lights going out in the car. I'm just sitting out in the car. The mosquitoes here in the country, they're like oh. the birds. They'll pick you up area. But, uh, yeah, that coyote, man, that was, <laughs> everybody was, uh, you could see when he first came up and, and bumped, you could see just a part of him. And, uh, like, the fans were listening in, watching in, and, and I was like, get your ass. And he, and he took <laughs> off. And everybody was like, damn, he listened to you. He actually left. He actually left. <laughs> that coyote didn't have a chance. Oh, man, we did – so many problems. The connection was kept cutting out, which I'm I'm happy it hasn't yet with us. But sure. uh, that's why I'm out in the car because on the porch is watching the uh, how much the signal right now is getting a decent signal. Yeah, let's yeah. do some couple ins or some uh, your own questions. Sure. All right. Uh, so when the Rockers split in the infamous barbershop vignette before the unfortunate superkick, you turned to Sean and you said something. And we've always wondered what exactly it was that you said to Sean in that moment. Uh, I asked him, did he did he realize when he superkicked me? You talking about when he picked me up? No, when you guys had your arms up before it kind of oh. like teasing. So you turned towards him and said something and turned back. I think I told him that he had a little tip of his uh, joint sticking out of his ear. So he just <laughs> <laughs> you know, one time, uh, truthfully, one time me and my uh, buddy Dave Peterson, DJ Peterson, he wrestled as way back. He died in a motorcycle uh, wreck back in 94. He was in WWE, but um, for a while, WWF back then. But he was uh, AWA with us, you know, went up with Vern Gagne. Uh, and all, what was that called? Uh, not All-Star Wrestling, but maybe it was. Whatever. Uh, what the hell was this? But anyway, ESPN TV. But they had asked me and Dave to do a commercial, like a little 30-second 30 30 to a minute, little promo about you know kids staying away from drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, and they came up and said, hey, Dave, hey, Marty, because we were the younger, partier guys. <laughs> they got us. 
figuring that would connect with the kids better than the older <laughs> guys like, like Nick Bockwinkle or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they said, go, go, hurry, you can do a 30 to get, try to get a minute, try to get a minute, a minute of what? Who are we wrestling? No, no, it's a, a public service thing. Just tell the kids not to drink and not to do drugs. And we looked at each other like we're high as hell. <laughs> so we went and did it and i mean it was i mean we had no warning no think about it just like hurry up hurry up hurry up and we we struggled through it i mean old dave said one time he goes look at some of my friends uh they'll be doing some certain thing and i'll go back three days later and they're still doing it <laughs> so it was obvious what he was talking about <laughs> well we watched, they liked it, and they put it on it. They put it in, you know, uh, where they had to put it, inserted it. The time we w- looked at it, you could see the tip of That's why I just thought of that, man. <laughs> oh, see the tip of his front sticking out the damn of his hair. I'm like, <laughs> right there, he goes, Jesus Christ, hopefully nobody sees it. <laughs> We're doing a say no to drugs with a joint sticking out the gun. <laughs> well, so speaking of which, what is the best backstage rib that you were involved with or witnessed? The the best one? Yeah, your 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 favorite. Oh shoot, there were so many favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were brutal though. I mean, they would have been good if they wouldn't have been brutal. Yeah. Um, and I'll give you an example of one that was kind of brutal, but you know, Tammy or uh, Sonny, uh, Sonny, mm-hmm. she started getting a little cocky and arrogant and you know getting too too much too soon as we say in the business mm-hmm. and uh went to her head a little bit and you know the guys needed to calm her down a little bit and uh over in europe and y'all might have heard about it because it, it story got around the uh the davy boy british bulldog davy boy Dave boy smith uh you know that we have that wrestler's diet and everybody's trying to do good so they're eating spaghetti mm-hmm. The sauce on the side, the grilled chicken, nothing on it, you know, salad with the dressing on the side. You know, every damn day almost. <laughs> so, uh, Sonny got her, you know, she got her spaghetti with nothing on it. She went to the bathroom and Davey took a turd and put it underneath her pile of spaghetti over oh, in her plate. And then she started putting a little bit of sauce on and mixing it in. And she was seeing the chunks and she was told the way she said, I didn't want meat sauce. I didn't. You put. Oh, my God. She actually actually took a bite or two. And then she's like, something ain't right. And then she's like, lifted it up. And she could see the rest of the whole church still there. Oh, Oh, my God. She had a fit. I think she quit the tour. She came came home from the tour. She was going to quit. I think they talked her out of it. Oh, another one involving her, you know, to just give you an example of, of how the boys can be when, mm-hmm. when you act wrong. Uh, you know, again, she was just being a little too much, you know, and, and all she had to do is go out and smile. We're getting our ass busted in the rain. <laughs> Glory. So uh, remember, remember the God ones, you know, Phineas mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Henry. Remember, Henry. And they had loved them brothers too, man. Good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them's boys wrestling. Um, I can't think of which one, but anyway, um, they remember that day slop. They do the slop thing with the baby. Mm-hmm. So uh, Finney has come in and they put the, the the bucket 
by the toilet and he told everybody, he said, and they, and he put a bunch of, you know, they used to, uh, the slop was like lettuce and water, you know, mixed and swirled around. Mm-hmm. And they had the lettuce in there and they said, Hey, everybody, the bucket's right there by the toilet. Everybody lined up at the bathroom oh. door to piss in it. <laughs> and, and I think again, Davey or somebody shit in it, but most of everybody peed in it. I mean, it was a line. That's how much they were. Everybody was mad at her. I mean, they wasn't hating her. They was just mad at her. Yeah. And uh, trying to calm her little ass down, you know. And so, you know, everybody, like I said, that was the longest line waiting to piss. Old Virgil got in there. Old Virgil stood there for a while. And we're like, Virgil, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm going to jack off in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it one way or another. <laughs> And sure enough, though, man, when they threw it over that night, we're on the dressing room watching the closed circuit, you know, the, the TV back there, waiting for mm-hmm. it, right? Waiting. Oh. And they get her with it real good, and her hair goes back, and you can see her smelling. They're like, smelling it. And she oh. just didn't have no idea. And I think somebody told uh, Chris, her, her boyfriend, or it might have been her husband, Chris Candido. Yep. Uh, and he went and told her, and she had a fit again. So now they got a shit on her, now they're pissed on her. <laughs> oh, so my God. She kind of straightened out a little bit after that, you know, because she kind of figured out, okay, maybe they're mad at me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when Sean and I got, um, I like to say, let go. <laughs> Some people would say fired. <laughs> but I think it was more of a let go. But after our first day, uh, Vince brought us in his office and said, you know, we'll give y'all some time to mature because he thought the story got blown out of proportion of, of what really happened that first night in. And uh, he, uh, you know, we'll let y'all mature. We were like, no, no, we, we, we grew up overnight. We're all right. And he says, oh, you understand. I'm, I'm doing you a favor. And me and Sean were like, how you doing us a favor letting us go? We worked our ass to get here. And he said, no, no, you understand. The boys don't want you here. If the boys don't want you here, you don't want to be here. I'm doing you a favor. At that point, we thought that was a bullshit thing. And uh, but as, when we come back later, we saw how the boys act up. Mm-hmm. We saw how they do. We we're like, oh, he was doing us a favor. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, you know who got treated rough was, oh, uh, I think it was Mark. Was it Mark Youngblood? I think it was his name was Chief Strongbow's son. Oh, um, and, and he come in and Chief was, I love Chief. Y'all remember Strongbow? You remember? Oh, him? absolutely. I loved him to death, man. But he would tell you like it is. You know, he's kind of didn't sugarcoat things. Um, him and I liked each other. He didn't like Sean too much, uh, which was sort of a common theme back then. Back then. <laughs> well, Sean was rough back then. He's he's oh, yeah. you know he he's straightened up a good bit, and he's admitted it. You know, he had his problems back then, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, he just strongbow. Strongbow had a little bitty knife, man, about a one inch little. You clean your fingernails out with or something, right? Mm-hmm. And he would always play with it, like you know, when you're joking with him and you get a, you get over on him, he'd reach for that little pocket knife, right? <laughs> <laughs> We'd all laugh about it, and so he thought Sean was kidding one day. Oh shit, here goes the lights again. Hold on. <laughs> he uh, he thought Sean was kidding. Whatever Sean said, something smart ass, he thought he was kidding. He reached for his pocket knife like he does. He never get it. He just like reached, you know, it was sort of like saying, mm-hmm. and Sean, uh, he goes, Yeah, why don't you pull it out, you old man? I'll stick it up your ass. 
and then we all and the just got dead quiet. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> most of us like Chief, so but some of them, you know, they thought he was a stooge because he would he would go tell the office, you know, if you mm-hmm. did something bad, which you shouldn't have done something bad. <laughs> but, but yeah, he uh, so when his son came in, his son Mark was a good worker. I think it was Mark. It might not have been, but. Y'all remember him at all? Kind of tall, like six two, thin, red hair, kind of a thin, good build. Mm-hmm. And he was a solid worker. He shit, he should be. His his dad was, <laughs> but um, he was riding with Brooklyn Brawler, and uh, all the boys every time every show he'd come in, he had a Halliburton. Y'all remember what the Halliburton? It was metal suitcase, uh, metal suitcases, oh. the combination. Mm-hmm. He left it open the first first night on the road. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. He got, uh, I think, the uh, Bulldogs dumped a pile of fish guts in his in underneath his clothes oh. and <laughs> left it in there. Uh, one of the guys, I don't know if it was Matt Osborne, God rest his soul, I think he just sat there and peed in it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, strong- Mark Young. <laughs> Mark Young. Yeah, he come up. What'd you do? Did you search it mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was bothering me too, and I because I knew it, but I couldn't remember it. Yeah, so uh, he re- he realized like, okay, these guys like the rib. He didn't know they were doing it out of anger at his dad. Mm-hmm. He thought, you know, ribbing me. Okay, ha ha. So he locked his bag. You know, comedy wouldn't. He had it open that time. He locked it. So the second day he was free. You know, nothing happened. Third day. Now, remember, he's riding with uh, Brooklyn Brawler, mm. and uh, he, he had it closed, but I think one of the, the Bulldogs did a lot of stuff. They were able to pick it open, and and I, I don't remember what they they put a bunch of damn, uh, I forget what it was, but they loaded up his suitcase. Oh, I know what they did. They took it in the shower and turned the, waters, the shower on, oh. so when he came back, his suitcase opened out. Both sides were full of water. Oh. Like, he, like he had like he had his clothes in a washing machine <laughs> and so with that he thought he he told brawler because brawler told us you know steve lombardi he said um well you know what man he goes i'm changing somebody figured out my combo i gotta change you know the Halliburton's. you can set up inside of them you can set reset mm-hmm. the, the combination and um did my light just get on you Troy, no. did my light just shine up on you? Your face got real bright. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so anyway, so, you know, he, he reset his combo and closed it, and he came back from his match. And I always do it, you know, when you're at the match, in your match, because you, know, mm-hmm. you can't do nothing. And uh, he came back that time. And his, they had taken a lock and locked his bag to the ceiling <laughs> and had it open. All his clothes had falling out. And, and I forgot what they threw. Oh, eggs. They were throwing they were having Oh, my God. In there. And, and uh, then he got mad because he thought it got picked. Then he figured it got picked. He changed it again. It got open again. They, like five days in a row, they kept getting it open. <laughs> he couldn't figure it out. That the guy riding with him, Lombardi was the one because he knew the combo. He was riding. With him. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> oh man! He finally, he finally—I forgot what it was. Oh, they, uh, they left. 
I think they left deer entering deer deer uh one deer meat but deer organs and shit inside oh. his bag and closed it. They changed the combination on him. Oh, you know, they, they closed it, so he had to go home and figure out you know call the company or whatever. Figure for like a day in the hot ass trunk of the car there was that deer guts and shit inside his bag. And when uh, when that so he quit after that. I mean he just said nah that's it. <laughs> So that's that's how brutal that's how brutal they can be. You know Terry Taylor. One more quicker when I'll let y'all get the No, question. no, you're good. You're, no good. you're good. Terry Taylor, um, he rubbed the the bulldogs wrong. Um, he, he rubbed a lot of people wrong. I love him to death. He um but he he's just another one just tells it like it is, you know. He's mm-hmm. he's no sugarcoat anything. Um and he said something that that you know got them a little aggravated, and so when he was in the ring. He'd always wear a suit. I can tell y'all why he was a red rooster. I'll tell y'all that later. But stay with this story. <laughs> he, um, and he got to do with being cocky, you know, because of the rooster cocky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the office, that came, but that was a rib off the office got him on that one. But anyway, um, he uh, he went in the ring. They cut. He, he wore suits all the time, uh, which is what got him in trouble. I, like I said, I'll tell that one later. But um, they cut his jackets. Right here around the like the right where you would have a regular shirt sleeve oh. each side, and then it comes pants. His he what Sean used to call it the seersucker suit and two dollar tie. They cut his pants, but then they stitched it back together because he had it hanging on the wall. They stitched it on so you couldn't tell. So he come in after his bath, got you know, showered, he's getting dressed, he puts his pants on and pop, pop, they both popped and he's like <laughs> And he, he you, you know, you can't sell it when you get ribbed because that's why they rib people. If, if you don't sell it, you're no fun to rib. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he's like, oh, nice. Good pair of pants. <laughs> that's as much as he did. And Davey walks by, nice Bermuda shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and then so he pushes the shirt and puts the jacket on. Actually, I'm sorry. They made it a tank top. They cut it right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Pop, pop. <laughs> and then the dynamite. A fucking nice tank top, tank top suit. <laughs> but you know, Terry got so pissed off about it. <laughs> That's just shit when they didn't like it. That's a little brutal because a rib is to be funny, but when it costs you money, it's you know, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, no. Trying to make it. <laughs> okay, what we got? Uh, so, um, after the Rockers split, did your relationship with Sean change at all? It did kind of gradually because at, at first the split, um, we had we went the window barbershop window. I got in some legal troubles right afterwards, mm-hmm. so for six months we couldn't follow up the story, the storyline. But when we got back, you know, we were to lead in, uh, which we actually did do, go into the rumble against each other, and we mm-hmm. was actually going to yep. carry it on to WrestleMania, but. Um, yeah, we were doing fine with each other. I mean, with the distance, and it's it just the only times it was just a couple of times. That, you know, like I said, and I've been honest about it. You know, Sean just did a couple of things that pissed me off a little too much. Um, mainly when he would treat me the way he was treating fans, and I, and I even told him, you know, stop doing that. He, I don't think he realized he was doing it, no. but he, um, <clears throat> he would, uh, he would do that, and I'd get as much. I mean, we did get in a uh, fight one time. If you'd call it that, um, unfortunately, Sean at that time couldn't fight well. Um, 
you know, and I hate saying that, but I mean, yeah. it just, it, I, I'll say he was persistent. He wouldn't quit though. It kept coming. But, um, and that was again, something he was, you know, I, I've told this, I think I even, no, I didn't tell on, on the, his biography that just showed. I told a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they just cut out some of this. But anyway, he was, you know, it had to do with Roddy Piper stirring up some shit. And, you know, Sean had gotten, he was getting all happy about what Roddy was saying. So when I told Roddy, we had girls in the room. I was like, Roddy, you know, okay, Faye, but we got girls, so shouldn't we? You know, Roddy's, we're looking up to him. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, we got girls there. had three girls in there. And we were in Denver. It was three of our good girls. Because <laughs> there was a lot of them in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh. You know, just sitting there, and really, they were you know, smartened up from what they had seen. You know, the, the you know the girl, you can get your finish before you get it by going to the what they used to call the ring rats. The rats had the finish before you did because they would see the agents and the agents we were. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, they were sitting there, and I thought, well, let's talk business where we don't have people around. That's why I said to Rod, uh, Roddy, and Sean shoved me. Don't disrespect Roddy. Then it got ugly from there. Um, that was the only time it got physical. The other times, they all just kind of, yeah, thought he was an ass and kind of, you know, really didn't even verbalize it. Just you could tell when we were like, yeah, you know, kind of think towards each other. But, you know, we, we made all up, you know, and I don't think we fell out again until 96 when the, when I had to do the new rockers. Uh-oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, at least we ain't got cut off yet, though. <laughs> um yeah i'm sitting out here in a car <laughs> backwards, backwards. <laughs> might as well have a flip phone a little damn 4g phone <laughs> but um they uh um gave us the new rockers me and al snow mm-hmm. explained it as really silly you know we're just stuck in the 80s type thing yeah which which okay i i, I was like Man, with the rockers thing itself, that was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty popular. It was damn good. You know, let's don't tarnish it with the silly shit. And I was a great worker, you know, and I wasn't mm-hmm. bad. So I'm thinking, why would you give us some corny ass shit when we can go out? It's hard to, I mean, we did it, but it's hard to act cheesy and then yet still have a great match. You know what I mean? Because you're silly. You're being silly. How are you going to be great at, at the guy? He's, he's like, He's so stuck in the 80s. He's high-fiving Marty because he hit the ropes right or something like that. How are you going to like <laughs> taking, like entertain him with a good match? You know, we might as well do the bushwhacker thing. You know, we're just, hey, ho, and lick faces, you know, and, and, and go and do that for 15 minutes. Stop putting them down. I love them to, de- uh, to death, um, both of them, they're good friends. Mm-hmm. But just saying, you know, they had to, at that point in their career, shit, what they did. 30 years in that's and you know i was happy for them that that was their character you know mm-hmm. yay you know with arm licking and you know that's and that's pretty much did the, the battering ram then that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. <laughs> you know? yeah, that, that was like their only offense <laughs> <laughs> but you know they know how, they know how to keep the crowd in in with you know just like rick flair limited stuff but knew when to do it you know mm-hmm. Jake always said it. Jake Snake had always taught us that. Is you know, if you know what you're doing and when to do it, you know, it doesn't you don't have to do a thousand moves. You he's I can go out and have a match right now and do three moves mm-hmm. and have them standing on their feet. And Jake could too. I oh, mean, yeah. he could he could do that today. I mean, he's that good with the psychology. 
which which is everything. You know, the psychology is everything. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say with the new rockers was that, uh, oh, uh, Sean, I'm, I'm like, I'm so happy for Al because Al deserved to get a break. Yeah. He come in as Avatar or something like that, and one other, a couple other things, and it, he just—I yeah. don't know that he was nervous, but something had just—you know—he slipped off the top rope one time, and he had somebody horrible to work with another time, and so his tryout matches just didn't do good. And mm-hmm. him and I actually had a match against each other in Smoky Mountain, and I think they were just trying to check me out, see if I was still in shape and could work. Mm-hmm. I've been gone for a couple of years or something, and then. You know, I had to work with Al, and man, we had a great match. And WWE saw it back back in the WWF. They saw it, and they're like, well, shit, look at Al Snow. <laughs> I mean, they supposed to be out. <laughs> but so that's when that's what brought Al in. They brought Al in. And the way we worked so good together in that match, they decided to tag us. But like I said, now you got two really good workers, and you're going to give them a corny-ass gimmick, you know, to, a non-workers kind of gimmick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I was I was gonna go with it mainly because I thought I, I loved Al to death, you know, and I'm not gonna mess up, you know, him getting a ride. I'll be fine. I mean, he's gonna suck for however long this thing goes. <laughs> but Sean uh, come up, and uh, and I've told this before, and I think Sean knows it. I feel like when he well, he walked up, he goes, "How do you like the new gimmick?" And I, I figured he was going to th- not like it either because it put a tarnish on what we built, you know, even though he's moved on to the heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Kid. And uh, so I didn't answer right away because I didn't know what to answer. I didn't want to put it down, but I was thinking he's probably not happy with it either. But he goes, I thought you would like it. It was my idea. Ooh. And I was like, motherfucker, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when he said that, I knew, I knew, I'm like, because I think, and I've, I've said this again, and I, I believe it might not be true, but I'm pretty sure it is. He was trying so hard to distance himself from the Rockers because we had made such an impact that everywhere he went, people would ask him. I got asked about him everywhere I went, but they would ask him. But what he hated hearing was, why did you get such a big push and he didn't? Y'all were equally as good. He hated hearing that. I, I, I could tell because I heard it one time. Saw a look on his face. Plus, you know, people would tell, had told me, and um, you know, so that, I think that's the new rockers was a, a, it was original. The original reason was to separate us, but Al Snow did it good. I mean, you know, he's all into it because that's his break in, right? Mm-hmm. And Leaf Cassidy, you know, doing the old silly. Trying to be a rocker like the rockers were, <laughs> and so we figured out how to go with it, and it started getting over. Um, I don't know how, but it started getting over. And then uh, they came to us. The agent said, "Ah, you know, maybe it's uh, y'all got to be a little tougher. I mean, too much uh, clowning." So we thought <laughs> we were actually like, "Good man, <laughs> f that clowning." <laughs> Uh, so we started getting a little more hardcore and doing a little, you know, higher impact uh, uh, moves in the ring. Mm-hmm. And, man, it was getting old in, in a different, you know, differently than, than the other thing was. And then they came to us again and said, that ain't quite it either. Can you find something in between? In between silly and something hardcore? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, and so we wrestled in Worcester, one Worcester Mass, one of the places that you get dirty by doing autograph sessions. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
you know, Vince only went to TV tapings. He never really went mm -hmm. to uh, the house shows. I mean, he might have gone once in a while. He, he always went to the Madison Square Garden, but, you know, they, they videoed that anyway. It was never just a house show. They always taped it. But so he shows up in Worcester, and everybody got like, damn, Vince is at a house show. And the night before, actually that day earlier, before it was a day show. So we did a day show in Worcester, and then that night we were in Boston for the, the night show. It was a double shot. Mm -hmm. And um, we went to a Spencer's, like, a, a, you know, a, what do you call it, novelty-type store, Spencer's yeah. in the mall. Mm -hmm. And we had bought, we had a four-way tag. It was us against the Smoking Guns, the Godwins, and Skip and uh, uh, what was Cloudy. Remember the second one, not the original, but Cloudy, Jim, Jim uh, Shoulders. Oh, my Cloudy. God, what the hell was his name? That's going to make me mad. I think it was Jim Shoulder or Jim shit. I can't think either now. Sorry about the cousin. No, no, you're good. Oh, no, you're fine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we cuss a lot on this show, so you're good. <laughs> okay. I was just trying to straighten some uh, dirty ways out. As, as Taker, said, Taker said something the other day on the biography show with, with uh, Sean's. He goes, man, he goes, when I met the Rockers, they tried me a little bit with their you know, antics, you know, they're, they're fun loving guys. And, you know, they played with me a little bit. He goes, but you know, to, to be honest, they were kind of peckerheads. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, okay, so I'm getting called a peckerhead because Sean was kind of a peckerhead <laughs> and, and, and Mark really didn't like him too much. And he, uh, me and Mark, shit, we hung out all the time and stuff. So when I heard him say they were peckerheads, I'm like, oh, damn, I just got thrown in with it. But it's like I've told Sean so many times when we go to the clubs, he would always be rude to people. You know, they'd know who we are, and he didn't want to sign autographs. The girls would come running, and he could have his pick. And, and so he would be rude to the ones he didn't want. Like, they're in the way, like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I told him one time, I said, Sean, please stop this shit at the club because when you're ugly to these people, it doesn't go as Sean was mean. It's the rockers were mean. Yep. It's just like when you win or lose a match, they don't say Sean got the pin. They say the rockers got the pin. The rockers won. So when you're a team association. Like that, yeah. When you're a team like that. So that's what Taker did when he said they were. Uh, no, man, come on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, oh, uh, what was that first telling y'all? Now I lost what, what those. Oh, was it the. Oh, so, so Vince is at. We bought it. We was at, at Spencer's. We bought two stick ponies, like for the smoking guns, <laughs> and, and little you know them little plastic cowboy hats, little bitty ones. Mm -hmm. That that for the smoke, you know. If we we had we figured out what we were gonna do with them in, in the ring, and then for the goblins, we bought two stuffed animals, pigs, two pigs on leashes, and then for uh, uh, you know Chris Candido and Sonny, evidently even the fans knew that they were dating, so we bought a ball and chain for him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and when uh so during the match so we started out with uh the smoking guns i was in the ring first he comes over and we had like a bag of tricks right sort of like jake's bag of uh, with the steak the bag <laughs> like that the, and we pull out the stick ponies and the hats and we get around and run around in circles and, and they throw in a fit they're the baby faces i believe at that time mm -hmm. nobody knew what was anybody was but <laughs> We did that. The crowd was loving it, right? They were dying laughing. And, and so we did a little bit of a match. And finally, one of the Godwins got tagged in. I tag Al. 
He reaches in the bag, throws me one of the pigs out, and we walk out. <laughs> <and bring the pig. laughs> and the guy was were even laughing. They were over in the corner laughing. They asked if the I would say it was probably 10, 12,000 people in that Worcester, I forget, county arena, whatever the hell it was called. But, um, you know, that whole place was dying laughing. The one we were concerned with, we we was it was like an inside joke with, with Chris and Sonny, Chris Candido. We knew they would get it. But you know, so it was like the fans aren't gonna understand it. But when when they tagged in and grabbed pulled out the ball and chain for Chris, the whole place died laughing. And, when, <laughs> and they understood they know that Chris and him doing the same too, so the ball and chain. So and then we finished up the match and the crowd the crowd cheered us. You know, uh, they enjoyed, you know, when, when they're entertained like that, they cheer everybody. And so I thought we did a great job. <laughs> we did. I mean, that's the name of the game was you entertain the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. You for 15 minutes. What more can you do? Yeah. Uh, and so we go to the back. Vince was there. He calls us over. Morty, I'll let me speak with you. <laughs> and he would come over and he's like, we've been trying to adjust this and that wasn't it either. what do you want we've done hardcore we've done silly comedy we've done in between now we've done this and everything he goes i don't know just keep trying and so when me and i walked away i'm like what the hell do we do now i don't understand what we're doing wrong now now nailed it he goes we're not doing anything wrong they don't want us to get over and that's that's pretty much the truth Never supposed to get over. <laughs> you can remember that was the distance out Sean and the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to get over. I'm sure when Sean was watching it get over, he's going, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, what so, else we got? Uh, question for you: um, Saturday night's main event taping, the two out of three falls match with the Heart Foundation. The rope broke. You guys originally were supposed to win the tag titles, but they never aired the the episode. We we, we did win the tag title. Uh, yeah. Always, so, always remember this because it's a if you if you not from this point on, pay attention to what people how they say it. They mm-hmm. always say we're going to win the tag titles. It's only one title. It's tag belts. <laughs> it's two belts. <laughs> it's one title. But everybody, I mean everybody says that we're coming after that tag team titles. <laughs> the tag team titles. Not now. It's tag team title. Title. Okay. Uh, so what? Silly, uh, but I mean, it's, it's funny to me. Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, so for journalists on there that they, they hire now. So it's fun watching them make a mistake. <laughs> so what was. Anyway, so supposed- yeah, the rope broke. Uh, I think on the second fall, but whatever fall it was, um, Brett had uh, Brett and Sean were in, and mm-hmm. Brett, you know, growing up in the business, he knew what to do because that one was being taped. With, with Saturday Night Main Event, um, they did one live show and then taped for the next week yeah. or, or two weeks. We see them every third week, and um, but Brett knew it was being taped, so he just said, "Stay right here," and he's telling the ref, "We're gonna stay right here till it's fixed." Because they can edit it, you know, and get yeah. that, that down. And um, they laid, they sat there for as long as they could. And I forgot who was reffing. Uh, was it Joey Morell? No, whoever it was, though, Fonzie, I think Fonzo, Alfonso, or uh, uh, what, Bill Alfonso. Yep. Um, uh, he said in the back, you know, they got the earpiece in. They said, no, just keep going with the match. I'm not going to fix the rope right now. So we finished up the match with one, I think the top, one side broke. 
There, there's my little ass right there, 220 pounds, 5'11", one of the smallest guys there is. You got earthquake, you got uh, oh, uh, uh, typhoon, you got the, what's his name, Bam, Bam Bigelow, you got uh, uh, the one with the five count, what was his name, uh, Bundy. You got all oh, these 400-pound yeah, yeah. giants hitting that corner. My little ass goes in, pop, and the rope breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during our title match. <laughs> and so, I always talk about the bad luck. You got four people and you got four corners. You got one in 16 chances of being the one that's going to break. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, yeah, they we won. We ended up you know, getting a hand raised at the end. And the next three shows, because it was a, like that was a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, we did a double shot. Was it Monday? We did something day, and then you went home on the Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we th- three different uh, places we were defending the belt belts. Now it is belts. <laughs> 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 they, um, you know, Vince called me and said you know, there was an issue. I heard some things happened on the plane, which some things did. We flew from uh, Dallas to Corpus Christi. And we had an issue with one of the passengers that didn't go well for them. Uh. <laughs> and our name came up as usual. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I think Vince considered that, but the, in, in along with you, how it was going to look at the story that we were told three different stories. We were, we were told that um, Anvil didn't, the reason they were giving his belts, he was quitting. But then he said, no, I won't quit. I'm staying. So they weren't going to acknowledge it. I don't believe that's true because Abel would have told me. Him and I are pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Brett, you know, they would have told us that. Um, the other story was the ropes. You know, the rope broke in the NBC. Dick, em- what was it, Emberg, Embersaw, Egberg, whatever, uh, Dick, the, the the president there for NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. He, they said he didn't want to air it because it didn't look good for TV. And then, of course, I got the call from Vince that was asking questions about what went wrong that weekend. So, yeah, you got three stories laying there. I don't know which yeah. one to pick up. <laughs> so, what was going to be the long-term plan for the title run? I don't know. <laughs> don't, oh, you never found out. That sucks. No, no, that's as much as we got. We, we oh, figured man. As hard as we had worked to that point. And, you know, we would never – I think we worked with every team there and had great matches. I can't think of any team we didn't have a great match with. I mean, we mm-hmm. even had uh, um, great matches with uh, uh, Power, Power uh, Powers of Pain. And mm-hmm. that's that the only reason I say that, because we're the littlest little guys, like 5'11", for me, 6' foot for Sean, 225, 220 pounds. You know, there's Barbarian, 300 pounds, 6'4", and muscle <laughs> up. Warlord, about 6'4", and 305, ripped. I mean, he had abs. Just strong guys and just muscled up, and, and there's the Rockers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we, we went around. That was actually some of our favorite matches. Um, man, and we got five-star ratings on them. Um, yes. so, so, with them... Um, even typhoon and earthquake, even though that was that was hard to what were they called natural disasters. Yeah, mm. that was a hard one to pull off, man. <laughs> we're not going to be bumping. <laughs> we are, <laughs> but um, you know, and we thought, well, we'll do some of the same stuff we did with Powers of Pain because those was big old boys, but they could bump. 
you know, typhoon and earthquake couldn't really bump around. You know, if they mm-hmm. bump, it's going to be a while before they get up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, um, we still had a good, but we didn't go along with them. I think we had about three matches. I think the office said, this is not as good quality as they do with other guys. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and change this up. But uh, let's see who else. Power and Glory. We had great matches with them. Mm-hmm. Demolition. Loved working with them. Loved working with all of them. I was just saying, yeah. some of the better matches. The best matches we had was with uh, Orient Express, but you know, yep. Pasanaka. That Royal Rumble '91, I think it was probably the best tag match ever for uh, that I'd been involved in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we loved working with them, and because we worked with them in AWA days, so we, you know, we. We actually dropped the title uh, championship to them, uh, the, the tag title to them in the AWA. So we worked with them when they were bad company, when we were the Midnight Rockers. Mm-hmm. You know, and and both of them are so good, Pat and Paul Diamond. It's just funny though, you know, Sato was the original of the Orient Express, mm-hmm. and um, when when had to them. See, I told you. Mosquitoes pulling my hair. <laughs> I was looking to see one of my girls pass out in the back seat. <laughs> but oh, uh, Orient Express and Sato ended up going back to Japan. I guess he'd become the booker over there or something for New Japan or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And so they got Paul Diamond because you know him and Pat were real good together. Put a mask on him, and you know he's now Kato, the Orient Express. <laughs> Two uh, Oriental guys, but except one is American. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, them and and Heart Foundation and the Ruggio brothers, man, we had great matches with them. We went um, our matches. We'd go with them, yeah. and it was like uh, most falls, and we'd always end up one fall each at the, at the end of the time, the hour, one hour. Um, what was it called? Marathon match or something other? Iron Man tag match. Mm-hmm. But it would always, you know, for like. We got we got in good shape because for like three weeks we did that <laughs> one hour every damn night, and on double shots we that's two hours. We had to do an hour today and an hour that night, <laughs> and uh, and then we'd go like generally five minutes or so. But there was a couple of times we went 10, 15, 20. So we're doing an hour twenty with them. You got to be able to work good to, to put that much time in and oh, yeah. keep the crowd interested and, and keep the light on. <laughs> this is probably the worst ever man sitting in a damn car <laughs> oh in man backwoods alabama getting mosquitoes <laughs> from my hair <laughs> so do you have like a, a a match that is like your favorite match or, or the most fun match that you've ever worked um the favorite one would be the denver match with Shawn michaels um probably the best match I've ever been. I like the Kurt Angle one uh, on SmackDown once. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what made it more appealing to me was the fact that Kurt and I had just met that day. Oh. Uh, he was a, you know, a collegiate wrestler. <clears throat> did pretty good, but did good in the Nationals uh, a couple of years. First freshman and sophomore year. Then um, tried to play football, and that didn't go well. But um, <laughs> They, they uh, you know, him being me being a collegiate wrestler, I actually saw him win the gold medal in, in the Olympics. I think it was '96 Olympics, mm-hmm. and and I couldn't believe you know, a couple years, three, what was it, a couple years later, and there it was, I think it was '96 Olympics, it might have been '92, but whatever it was, 
now he's in our business and, and man, he climbed fast. Like, Cause most collegiate wrestlers don't, don't adapt well. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause you're so set and certain things you can't let happen, you know, um, it's just a hard adjustment, but shit, he, he man, quick skyrocketed. Yeah. I mean, what an athlete. And when we worked together that <laughs> night, it was just like working with water. And what I mean by that is everywhere you're supposed to be, or anytime you grab each other, you're already adjusting to each other. It's mm-hmm. all set for the next thing you're going to do. Um, I was, I was surprised. I mean, I had at that point, probably that would have been about 16 years in the business. And there he no more than that. So it was in 2005. So what year is this? We're in 2021, sir. Oh, damn. <laughs> 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 I, know, that was like, I had about 25 years in at that point. And here he mm-hmm. is. Like, I think at that time he must have had about eight years, seven years. And he was, yeah. I couldn't believe he was that good. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, man, I enjoyed it. Um, he enjoyed it. We went in the back and hugged. And, you know, he had even told me, he goes, Man, I gotta work out with you sometimes. You blew me up because none of these younger guys half your age do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a compliment, right there. Yeah, I mean, from here, hell yeah, because that's an in state man and strong. When he grabs you, even though he's working it, you mm-hmm. still can feel. Like, oh, man, if you wanted to crush me right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if y'all see something that looks like an eagle fly by or an owl, it's just the mosquitoes. <laughs> that was a big one. I think it's a state bird here. It was a big one just <laughs> right here. Right by here. If you saw the light go dark, that's why. it was. <laughs> but, yeah, Sean, the match in Denver. Cause we was going around before the Royal rumble, getting the match down for that, um, which sucked that we got it down so good. Uh, and Denver was like right before we went to Sacramento to, um, you know, for the Royal rumble mm-hmm. and they, back then, I'm sure they still do. Um, they'd have you get your match down before the pay-per-view because they were, you know, they wanted the pay-per-view to be perfect. And I would always get upset, you know, Sean and I, and some of the boys like, well, what about the people in Denver and, and Salt Lake and, what was it? Uh, Reno, Nevada. What about the three house shows that just saw that? And they're like, that's, we ain't worried about them 20,000 people we're worried about the million. <laughs> mm. But I mean, still, uh, it's like, well, those people are going to watch it and feel cheated. Like, yeah. well, we saw this. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's the way they did it. And so we got it down, though. That night, man, we, we did a jump start and the people got up on their feet. At the beginning, you know, because there was a jump start, bangy bang bang all over the ring. Fifteen minute mark, they were still standing. They never sat. I mean, we we were going at it, and um, the, for the first time in Denver, they always call it the mile high seat, and they talk about you know the air is so thin that you blow up quick, you know, because air is different. We had never. We always thought, you know, that's bullshit because we'd never. <laughs> and we've been wrestling there for since AWA since '86, and. um that 15 minute mark when it, when the announcer said 15 minutes, me and Sean looked at each other because we knew we still had a bit to go. We're like, oh shit. <laughs> but, but what happens though, and this is something that you just can't teach at schools, you connect with the crowd. And as long as you keep them connected, it's like you're all plugged into the same circuit. Mm-hmm. And they felt us starting to drag. And they, I, 
can either, they can read, our job is to read body language so that we know what they're thinking, how they're feeling. You know, if they're leaning forward, we got them into it. If they're leaning back and we got their hand on it, you know, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to read body language. That's a big part of it um, that I like to teach when I do seminars in schools, my wrestling schools. But the crowd that night must have felt us because they started cheering. And we got that second win when they did that and finished out our match. And um, even though Yoshan went over, they were, you know, he was supposed to be the bad guy. I guess they were so entertained with it, uh, you know, as far as thrilling, not the laughing kind of thing. Uh, they they stood the whole way when he walked back to the, to the curtain. And then same with me. Uh, they stood the whole way and cheered because they, they loved what they just saw. And to me, the biggest accolade you could get is when you go through the curtain in the back to the dressing room and all the boys are standing there and giving you and girls and giving you a standing ovation. That's the mm-hmm. highest honor in this business that you can get. Uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and uh, we both got that. <laughs> but but as soon as I come through, I'm like, gosh, damn! I almost didn't want them want to do it because I was dead ass out of breath. And I <laughs> saw a table, and I'm like, oh, thank y'all, thank y'all! And I ran, scooted up under that table. <gasps> I didn't want to do it. <laughs> and I hear this, and I stopped because I think I'm I, like, I'm on my my sounds aren't matching my breathing, so I stopped, you know. And then I hear. <laughs> I'm like, that ain't me. And I look over, Sean found the table. He was on there doing the thing. <laughs> and that's when you that's when you know you left it all in the ring. You know, they mm-hmm. say we left it all on the field, leave it all on the court. We left mm-hmm. it all. We were both spent when when we come back. Awesome. And it was here in the Black Jack Lanza, the agent. You know, back then there was those cell phones, the paper, mm-hmm. the pay phone on the wall. Um he come and he had they called agents called in and reported how the matches were were they good were they bad you know uh, to Vince and I was, he didn't see me laying there and he called he goes you're gonna have to put this match on last there's no way anybody can follow it it's I've never in 30 years of wrestling I've never seen a match that good. I mean it was that good <laughs> then the day of the rumble damn it they interjected Sherry and they wanted a couple spots but well, they just threw the rhythm off we just fixed for made. Got it down perfect. Yeah. Three days. And then they and, and nothing wrong with Sherry. I mean, that was the storyline yeah. part of it. Remember when uh, I hit her with the mirror trying to hit Sean? <laughs> you know, so it made sense. But why didn't you send her on the road with us? <laughs> what the hell was your man? And it just didn't go quite as good as it did. That was so disappointing to rumble. People said it was a good match, but we were we both knew it could have been better, you know, because it's just threw the whole timing and rhythm off. Like I said, yeah. you know, the one is Sherry to slap one of us, uh, Sean, at one point and come in for a save at another point. It just threw everything off. Um, but anyway, that was the rumble. I forgot what <laughs> I forgot what the question was. <laughs> uh, just your favorite match, which you, which she answered for us. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that was the um, the one in Denver with Sean and I. Somebody actually taped it and said, had taped it and heard me do this on the interview, mm-hmm. and they uh, sent it to my Facebook. By the way, y'all can check me out on Facebook. I, I'm all, I think I'm at my limit on the friends because they only let me get 5,000 because they, uh, I guess they stopped doing that little blue bird thing that says you're legit, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't get as many. But followers, I can have, uh, you can have all the followers, so, um, and you can, you can message me back and forth even if you're just following. Um, yeah, and I, and I like interacting with my fans and stuff, so y'all can do that. Just remember to do that. 
Stop cussing me out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even mind that sometimes. I'm like, I had one the other day on, on one of my posts. I took a picture of, of Swaggy. Swaggy's my cat. <laughs> and uh, my son, really, but he's officially a cat. And uh, his this nine lives that he eats, or Frisky's nine lives or whatever, Karina, whoever makes it. He's got a cat that looks just like him. So I put him next to it and took a picture. Said Swaggy endorses this. You know, and there was a lot of cool compliments and comments. And then, you know, you got your haters, right? And this one guy goes, damn, look at that blanket on that bed there. That's got to be 1985. <laughs> I'm thinking of all this shit, you know, you, you opportunity to either fry my ass or talk to somebody you've been watching on TV. And this is what you come up with. That's the best you could do. Look at the 1985 blanket. Oh my, there was no reason, need for me to fry him up. <laughs> he kind of fried himself on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What else is happening? Are you going to be able to send me a link? I put this like on my Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. You know, since that uh, biography with Sean come out, it, it was showed like six times now. You know, they re-air it. Mm-hmm. I think they're showing it again this Sunday, right before they do Bret Hart's, uh, which makes sense, you know, because a, a mm-hmm. big part of his was about Bret, and his would be a big part of Bret's about Sean. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll slip in on some of those, too. Um, but I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the biography. only problem I had was when they called me in for the interview, you know, for the biography. Mm-hmm. Man, I had just got the left ankle surgery. I had reconstructive surgery. I mean, it was like the seventh week, so I'm still not up and moving around yet. And, you know, I'm glad I'm getting the surgeries because I haven't had good ankles in 15 years. But so I got the first one, and eight, as my luck would have it, seven, eight weeks later, they called me for this interview. That means I've been sitting around the house, having a couple beers here and there, just sitting in a chair or laying down with my leg up in the air. She's <laughs> just sitting there getting fat. <laughs> I, could hear, I could hear myself getting fatter. I was hearing my skin stretch. <laughs> it was a pandemic going on, so I had gotten a tooth knocked out and messing around with some of the kids at the school, and I couldn't go to the dentist to get the you know get a, t- a tooth put in. Um, I, I I couldn't time. I couldn't have got that time in my hair. I couldn't go to everything. Not that it's good now. But I mean, it was just where you saw the interview. If you see the interview, I mean, it was just there. It was just the worst showing. And, 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 um, but it was still come out cool. I've gotten so many, um, calls from it and, and business stuff, you know, that, that I appreciate. And honestly, me and my brother, Gino was telling me that let's see what Sean's going Cause back in the day, we had to worry with Sean. You never knew what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. So we're like, let's see what he says about us. Cause he, he actually told some stories that weren't true back in the day. He's corrected most of them, but yeah. again, we didn't know what it was going to be. And then, you know, watching, I was like, wow, <laughs> he was actually pretty much spot on. He didn't, he, even when he was being honest, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. he still just remembered it wrong. <laughs> 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 Don't want to say he was lying or anything. But he just mm-hmm. remembered it a little bit wrong, but. He's, he, was, he was so good on that, man. I wanted to call him, but I, I lost my phone. <laughs> and uh, and tell him thank you for, you know, being good. And, and, and he mm-hmm. said some really nice things. 
so I'd like to say that you know nice things about him. You know, Sean, thank you and appreciate you coming around and being good to me finally. <laughs> Not that he was ever an asshole to me. We used to, have, <laughs> we used to have the best time, man. For seven years, we were on the road together, starting with AWA days. Mm-hmm. And 300 days a year, we rode, you know, rent a car, rode in the same car. We'd room together. We'd eat together. We'd go to the gym together. We were 24-7. And the other one, we got WWF, you know, the other tag team. I'm, I'm just calling it that because that's what it was at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, the tag teams. I mean, Davy Boy and, and, and uh, uh, was it my Dynamite were the first ones. And the Rougeau brothers, they were next. They told us, they said, yeah. and even the Hearts, Brett told you guys are together. After about a month or so, six weeks, you know, seeing us together day and night, day and night, like twins, <laughs> they were like, y'all can't do that here. And we're like, oh, why? <laughs> and they were like, you're going to get tired of each other and you're going to have problems and it's going to ruin the, the tag team. And we just did two years or a year and a half at AWA. Say doing one on the road is as much. Uh, we went 300 days a year, but it's probably 200. But you know, still we we done it, and yeah, you know, we went and had no problem. The only problem we had, like I said, that fight in Denver, and that was just because Sean was finally becoming um, uh, believing in his gimmick. <laughs> he was believing the hype. I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And he, he had told me that he wanted to eventually split off and, and you know, because he wanted to be the world champion, which I got no problem with that. And, you know, I, I told him, I said, that's fine. And at this point, I'm happy with, with this. Um, just let me know when you're ready to split up. You know, don't spring it on me. <laughs> of course, he sprung it on me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that barbershop window said it all. <laughs> Somebody asked me, oh, they asked me in that, in that biography, they said, did the, that super kick look stiff? Was it the lady? And that's all he got me back for Denver. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Window Phil. I said, Look, man, I ain't feel that window. He caught me right up under. I mean, it raised me up. Oh. <laughs> Probably went up to my toes. Oh, you could tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that? No, just uh, that was a stiff kick right to the mush. Oh, it was, yeah. it was, I think it was a little bit of intention involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And you know what else was crazy about the um, the window itself? They uh, one of the guys in the back, the production guys, came over to me. It was bleeding a little bit, yeah, not bad, not bad at all, considering you just went through a window. But it was supposed to be sugar glass, you know, mm. like they have in Hollywood. And you know, I had some cuts from where I'm laying on the seal. When to see if there was a little mm. bit of little stabs, uh, like a little puncture, a little bitty, you know, from fragments cutting me in the stomach. Mm-hmm. That was it. But he comes up and he goes, you're okay. You're okay. I'm, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what, should I be? He goes, oh, I got to tell you something. I'm like, what? He says, we had three window panes. You know, because if you mess up, they got, you know, an extra one. Which means if we'd have messed up, we'd have to go out in front of that same crowd and do that same shit. Oh. That would have been embarrassing as hell. But um, but that's how they did it back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but back then. But so um, I, I remember um, understanding the and he said three window. He goes two of them were sugar glass. One was real window. And he goes they forgot to mark the windows. Oh. oh. <laughs> and uh, and I was just looking at him like, yeah, I am bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to bleed from sugar glass. And they said, well. Well, I mean, 
don't tell on you. We had we all figured we had two out of three chances of getting it right, and we didn't. Oh. And I wanted to tell him if you knew about my luck, you would have known <laughs> that right. Oh. <laughs> but you know, they, and they were so apologetic. He was his one dude in particular. He was so apologetic. I'm like, no, hey man, no harm, no foul. Don't worry about it. Because he was afraid I was going to, you know, just say something and mm-hmm. you know, he might have lost his job or something. But uh, it was it was all good. <laughs> Speaking of, of, of injuries, you know, you know, that was like 20, what? It was in 1991, the end of it. So how many years is that? Almost 20, 30, almost 30, 30 years. Mm-hmm. God dang. Unbelievable. <laughs> and it's still talked about. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was telling to my brother the other day, I'm like, think of something that's going on today that in the year 2051 will still be talked about. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That barbershop was lasting. I'm glad. I mean, it's got me a few extra bookings here and there. There you go. <laughs> me and Beefcake, when we go uh, international, he's now brought the set, a barbershop. He brings the set. Or he has them make one where we're at. And we'll go and take pictures, photo ops in front of the barbershop. And, and bro, you talk about a line. <laughs> oh, yeah. People love that. I think what I, I want to do, and I've talked about this, is trying to figure out how to get that set you know, down cheap cost, uh, you know, so you can travel around with it and, and just sugar glass window, get as many. So it's, get the cost down and then do a video uh, where fans can come up and throw me through the window. Got <laughs> <laughs> a video of it and then you replace the window, but you got to find out how much time it takes, you know, because I'm sure it'd be a lineup if you're at a convention. Uh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to have cuts every damn where. <laughs> I might cut some of the fat off my face. What else we got? Got any, got any fan questions? Uh, call? Do y'all fans do call in? Uh, sometimes, yeah. We get, we get a couple. We, we weren't able to get, able to get any, uh, any calls oh, for yeah. us. But it, I think we have, uh, have just one more question for you, though. Um, okay. So you were talking about your ankle being hurt. Um, how many surgeries have you had, and and what was the worst injury you had? I, as far as the ankles, the left one, you know, I got the. It was reconstructive. That was after they told my, my friend um, was the doctor. He was one of the best in the world, Doctor McCluskey, Doctor Lee McCluskey. Um, he studied under Doctor Andrews. Everybody knows him. You know, it's the, mm-hmm. probably the best doctor in the world. Uh, they started out at Houston Clinic here in Columbus, Georgia. Uh, well, across the river in Alabama. Right? But he uh, uh, he is great. He's, uh-oh. I think every time I lie, the light goes out. <laughs> or if I'm too truthful. <laughs> I don't think I've lied yet. I'm trying to keep up with that. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so Lee, Lee um, he told me, he said six months. We played football together in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh so he knew me from that, and he, he had told me, he said, six months. Uh, he didn't like doing both ankles at, at the same time. I wanted to do them both to get it over with. Yeah. And he, he didn't like doing that. So he said, what I'll do, he goes, because I know you, and you'll have it. Generally, six months it takes to re, to re, be ready, to rehab it through. He goes, I know you. You'll work there. He goes, I figure you'll be ready in four months. I'll do your other ankle in four months. I man, I rehabbed it the hell out of it. Like he said, I was ready in three months, but he still waited four because he was like, something ain't right. He goes, he can't. 
He goes, no matter how hard you rehab it, bone only grafts back together at a certain rate, you know, 10 weeks before. Because they had to shave bone off and, 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 and put bolts and screws in the left one. And, you know, you got to wait for that bone to heal. Uh, but so at the four month, uh, he went ahead and did the other, which was joint replacement. And this that's just uh, this, this Friday, tomorrow, I go see him. And that'll be six weeks. And I'm, I mean, it to me is almost ready to go. Um, so we'll see what he says. Uh, but and that was, I would have thought the joint replacement would have been the harder one because they, you know, they cut your old joint out and oh, yeah. titanium thing or whatever it is they put in there. And uh, shoot, it is healed way quicker than the the reconstructed. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, and, and I'm lucky. Like I said, lucky that a friend of mine is actually one of the best. Uh, foot and ankle surgeons in the world. He does a lot of work, uh, you know, free, what do you call it, pro bono stuff. Mm-hmm. But he goes to, to other countries. He goes over to Africa a lot. You know, when they when they had um, that disaster in Haiti, I think it was a few years ago, he went down and helped out there. And, you know, just a good Christian guy, man, super guy. Love him to death. Um, anybody, you know, if you, you want your ankles done right in, in your it's a mess. Lee's the man. Well, I call him Lee. I should be saying Dr. McCluskey. Lee McCluskey. Leland McCluskey is who you want to see. Um, yeah, so that's uh, – I'm looking at – I don't know. He'll tell me tomorrow what he thinks. You know, am I ready Am I ready to start jogging yet? <laughs> he told me, he said, I'm going to get you fixed to where you can walk around in no pain. He, was, he had four kids, boys, I think. They all were fans, like. He had pictures of us on the wall at home, and he's uh-huh. like, "No way, you know, Marge, ain't no way." So, um, you know, he he you know he watched, and he thought it was cool seeing me, you know, jumping off top ropes and you know doing all the stuff we did. But he so he said, well, "I'm gonna fix you where you can walk around in no pain." He goes, "But can you not? If you go back to wrestling, can you not jump off top ropes anymore? <laughs> Just stay grounded." <laughs> we call it we, we call it walk and talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. I don't, and I, and I was going to do that, just do some walk and talk matches. But after going through this, you know, I, I think I'm just going to do do seminars and wrestling schools <laughs> and podcasts. There you go. <laughs> I'll have a good time with that. There you go. Oh, you always got always could be a manager of somebody too. So or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I can manage a team. Team Genetti versus Team Michaels. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And that would be fun. I mean, I could work a match with Sean. I'd be okay with that. And I think he'd be okay with me. Mm-hmm. You know, even at 917 years old each. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, brothers, are we good? Uh, yeah. We, uh, like I said, we, we can't thank you enough for, uh, for coming on we'll here. Stay in touch. Don't let this be the end. <laughs> we'll stay in go. touch. Y'all got my number and you got my Facebook, I think. We got Messenger. Yep, for sure. Or whatever it is. But, yeah, let's stay in touch. All right. Everybody out there, hit me up on Facebook for work or play. There you go. <laughs> work or pleasure. <laughs> you have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon 
at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>